Welcome to the wonderful world of pragmatic psychology. I'm your host, Susanna Mittermeier, and we are going to explore how your difference is the gift that our world requires. Hello, amazing, wonderful you. This is Susanna Mittermeier. On today's podcast, Pragmatic Psychology Be the Peacock. I'm just like really thrilled about everything that's showing up right now. I mean, you know, when people present to us points of view about how horrible everything is, you know, it's oftentimes just a shift of perspective, a shift of perspective to do I believe what people tell me about how horrible everything is or could I actually turn this into a possibility? So one of the things that I love um, about how I see the world is how everything is a gift, no matter what it is. And this is something I always had, but I ask for more every single day, like this truly receiving of ease, of joy, of glory. So many people make problems a reality, difficulties a reality. And it's like, yep, that's it. No questions asked. That's what's being presented. Okay, I'm just going to eat that. You know, what if you don't eat what's being delivered to you just because people want you to eat it and buy it and make it yours? What if you just, what if you start investigating, discovering what your reality is, what's true for you? And you know, what's light is right. What's heavy is a lie. That's one of the most amazing tools that I got to know through Access Consciousness. And it's where you realize, okay, when people say something to you, this is the way it is, you should be careful, you should do this, and it doesn't create a lightness in your world, it's not true for you. Even if it sounds great, even if it sounds logical, even if it sounds amazing, you should definitely do it because then you're right. No questions asked, ask questions. Ask questions so you become clear on, okay, what's true for me? Is this really my reality? And again, what's true is like what makes you feel lighter is true for you. So if somebody says something that doesn't make you feel lighter, it's not true for you. If they say something that opens up your world and makes you feel lighter, it's a it's an acknowledgement that whatever is being said is true for you. Ah, it opens up your world, it expands your world. And this is how you can navigate to the creation of what truly works for you, which is important more than ever because the world is really confusing right now. This person says that about one thing. The other person says something totally different about the same thing. And if you listen to other people, it's just confusing. You know, you, there's like what's right, what's wrong, who knows? You know, it's all just an interesting point of view. So what if you don't focus on what other people say? What if you, if you don't look for the answer in what's being presented to you? But what if you ask the questions that make you have the clarity of what's true for you. That's where you choose the empowerment that is oftentimes not taught in our world. It's like, what are you supposed to do? What's right? What's good? Where do you fit in? Where are you normal? People focus on things like that rather than what makes me me? What's, who, who, who am I? What else can I be? What else can I discover about myself? And that luxury of discovering more about ourselves. And 
that's what our world requires right now. I mean, so many people allow themselves to be mm, like uh, tortured and ruled, tortured and ruled by fear, anger, answers, like whatever, you know, people say all kinds of things like be afraid, be careful. Oh, okay, I should be afraid. And then, you know, what do you do? You just adapt. You do whatever the person says you should do to save yourself, to protect yourself. No questions asked. Hmm, maybe you should ask a question. Maybe you should ask a question. Is that really the way they say it? You know, people try to manipulate a lot with fear and aggression and um, points of view, judgments, answers. But you are never the effect of other people. When you ask questions, when you find out what's true. So whatever is being said that doesn't expand your world, that doesn't make you feel lighter, definitely time to ask questions. What do I know? Or maybe there is some information you require. You know, confusion is oftentimes where you lack information. What information am I lacking would be the question. What information am I lacking? Just the question sets you off to finding out, okay, ah, where is the information I'm lacking? And um, in times like these, know what you know. Don't go with what is being presented to you. I mean, the world is really up to right now, how can we be conform? How can we be the same? How can we all go to the same direction? Rather than, um, you know, what a gift it is to be different. What a gift it is, the diversity that's available. And, you know, that's how our planet, our Earth survives, because it doesn't kill diversity. It actually celebrates diversity. That's how plants and animals can keep on living and actually thriving and expanding their, their ways of living and, and also getting better by celebrating diversity, by allowing it and, you know, I think I mentioned it on a on previous podcast also, how people even in agriculture have realized that the more diversity we have, the better crops we grow, the more you know money we also can make because the earth gives us more of its fruits when we allow the diversity. I mean, um, my partner and I, we were on a walk the other day and we saw in the woods how there used to be only, uh, I don't know the English word, so I have to say it in a different way. So there used to be only one sort of trees, only one sort of trees in the in in this in many woods. You know, there's just one sorts of trees, uh, but there used to be all kinds of different seeds. Uh, sorry, trees like you have those trees, and you know now I lack the English words, but you have the the trees with leaves. You have the trees with. Um, I don't know what the word is for another, like the Christmas trees. I don't know what the English word is for that. You know, the trees that doesn't have leaves, but the other pointy, sticky things. I know I'm funny when I don't find the word. I just describe it. Um, so <laughs> so when you when you have woods with only one sorts of trees, you know, um, people have started to discover how not good that is for the soil. But if you have woods with different kinds of trees that nurtures the soil the soil is better and it's the same when you grow crops if you have the same kind of things you you grow on the on the soil if you only have one sort of thing that you grow it's not good at all for the soil so you have way more nutrients in the soil 
the more different things you grow on your crops, you know, different fruits, different vegetables, different grains, it just nurtures the soil in a different way and it gives you more fruits also. And it's the same with animals. You know, if you mix animals, you know, you got to ask which ones, of course, it's also something that contributes to each other. So we, we, you know, we had that way in the past before we had structured agriculture. It was that way, you know, and then people thought, oh, okay, we have to control, we have to structure things that will give us more money, control creates more. And then now people start realizing control doesn't create more. Control oftentimes kills, you know, it kills the life that is so natural and that actually gifts to us. So, and it's the same with us people, you know, if we, if we kill diversity, uh, we kill ourselves. And people are starting very slowly, actually, very, very slowly are starting to realize how destructive it is to kill diversity. It's not, it's not, it's not helpful to control. So diversity in form of, you know, people who function different, people who see the world different, you know, like, um, let's take some very obvious examples, like you have people who have Asperger's, autism Asperger's, they are extremely aware, they're extremely brilliant in so many different ways. Many companies are using uh, people with Asperger's and autism because they see things different, they remember details, um, they have special capacities that so-called normal people don't have. So they're extremely helpful in businesses. And they also are a mutation of the species to a higher order. And we oftentimes, like not we, but people oftentimes forget that and they say, no, they're, you know, they're handicapped. No, they're not handicapped at all. They're actually highly capable because they are what our future requires. They're basically futurists. They they are already functioning the way that our future requires us to function. Because people say they're handicapped because they don't have any social abilities. Um, what makes social abilities so important? You know, knowing when to say thank you and hello and goodbye and all these things. You know, how, why is this a form of intelligence? Who says that? You know, and it's not that they're, and then they say they're not communicating. That's not true. They might not be verbally communicating, but if you think that verbal communication is the soil, the, the core of communication, that's a very limited point of view. That's a very tiny part of communication, like verbal and nonverbal communication are very tiny, limited parts of communication. Communication is so much more. Um, they are actually highly communicative. People who have Asperger and autism, they are extremely capable to communicate. You just have to listen. You have to listen in a different way than you used to listen. You have to listen energetically. If you listen energetically, you get so much information. I used to work with autism uh, and Asperger. And if you just start to listen in a different way than you used to, then you get a lot of information. You can communicate them a lot, a lot with them in a very easy simple way and different way and a way that our future requires you know like uh, autism and asperger people they might not talk or give you information through their body and gestures but they give you a lot of information energetically um, that you can pick up and you can talk with them and it's more communication from space than from the solidity of words and, um, and gestures so if you're used to listening to 
only solidity, the solidity of thoughts, the solidity of verb, uh, words or gestures, you have to learn to listen in a different way. It's like the same way nature talks to you or animals talk to you. They don't say to you, water me. You know, the plant doesn't say to you in English or another language, water me now. Uh, the animal doesn't say to you, go take a walk with me. They let you know energetically. So you never doubt that when you feed your animals or when you take a walk with them because they tell you energetically, take me out. I want to go for a walk. They tell you, I want food now. Scratch me. Um, pet me. They tell you energetically and you pick that up and you do it. You think it's your thought. It's not. It's something that you get the communication of without thinking about it. And it's the same with people with Asperger and autism. They tell you energetically. You just have to pick it up. So stop thinking, stop polluting yourself with thoughts, open up, listen, listen to the world, listen to the whispers of possibilities. Everything talks, everything speaks. You just got to listen. So this is the future um, that is, is uh, coming. It's here and it's something that it's a different way of functioning that our future requires. And so that was just one example of diversity um, and then, you know, all kinds of people, oftentimes, you know, people who have been diagnosed are like those extremes examples of diversity where somebody says, oh, you're wrong, you're incapable, you have a handicap, you have a diagnose. When in actuality, they just function different. They see the world different. They have capacities that uh, other people have not, you know, gotten that their capacities because of their own incapacities they think oh okay so there's something wrong with that person no questions asked maybe you should ask a question what's right about this person i'm not getting what's 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 capable here what is the person capable of that hasn't been acknowledged so that's a different perspective so if you add all these people who function different and we include the diversities and celebrate the diversity rather than trying to kill them with control, we have a different world, you know, same with nature. So, um, and where are you different? Where do you have a diversity that you try to kill to fit in? Maybe that would be something you would like to let go of in favor of, hey, I would like, maybe you want to make a different choice right now. Maybe you want to make a different choice of actually including your difference, allowing your diversity, celebrating your diversity. Don't wait for other people to find you amazing or say, oh, your diversity is included now. But what if you give yourself that gift of including your diversity, your difference, celebrating it, you know, um, getting the gift you are with the difference you be, enjoying it, you know. So ask, just gently ask. Where else am I different that I have not yet acknowledged? And don't wait for the answer. Just get, you know, the gentle energy of it, the awareness of, okay, where else and how else am I different that I have not yet acknowledged? Start to discover it, investigate it, have fun with it. And then when you realize, you know, areas things where you are situations where you're functioning different than most other people acknowledge it go wow that is so amazing that i'm so different hmm. i'm gonna celebrate that i'm gonna you know yeah how cool how amazing and then you can ask hmm i wonder what else is possible with that difference 
you know, what else could I discover? How else can I use it? What inspiration are you with that difference? You know, it's like, see how the earth thrives with every different plant and different animal. And that's where you come in. You are that gift with your difference, with your diversity that other people might not get, but that you can acknowledge. So what if you don't wait for other people to get you, to see you, to get your amazingness? Because actually they can't get your amazingness before you get it. People keep waiting until other people see them, how amazing they are, to be amazing. People cannot get your amazingness before you get it. So this is your job to realize how awesome and different and amazing you are, what a gift you are, and start to receive the gift you are. What if you start to receive the gift you are? Don't ask for how to do it, just Make the choice right now. You know what? I'm going to receive the gift I am. I'm going to acknowledge it and receive it, enjoy it and celebrate it. I don't know how. I'm just going to say yes to it. And be surprised what that creates and what future that opens up for you. So ask questions and um, allow the diversity. Diversity creates and diversity is a gift. And by you acknowledging your diversity, you're an inspiration for other people and for them to allow their diversity to come up and show itself and be celebrated and just get the energy of what future we can create. No more followers, only leaders. Wow, different world, different future. So my friends, I hope this was a contribution and inspiration for you. Enjoy being you. And I'm looking forward to the next episode. And hey, if you have any requests on topics, uh, just put them somewhere where I can find them. Like, for example, if you just make a comment under the podcast on my webpage, you know, my webpage is www.susannamittermeyer.com. And under the podcast, you can just make a comment about, you know, requests or ideas you have. You can also find the classes I do, like on the calendar, if you ever want to do some more of this in different um, topics. You know, I do pragmatic psychology classes and I do uh, very many different classes, actually. Working a lot with pragmatic practitioners, which is a, a, um, it's a life form. It's a thing that people learn on how can I work with clients in a different way? Um, how can I use these tools uh, to, you know, facilitate change? Facilitating means making easier. You know, if you are a practitioner of any sort, you know, a teacher, a social worker, a psychologist, a coach, uh, or, you know, life coach or whatever you do, it's like how else, you know, like pragmatic psychologist is totally different perspective on facilitating change. It's completely different than any other method out there. So, um, and whoever engages with it, they're surprised. They're oftentimes surprised about themselves, about what they got going on and what they're capable of that they have never acknowledged. So there are many different things going on that we have. So we also have the pragmaticpsychology.com page where you can find more information about also other people who offer sessions, who have done classes with me. And um, we also have, because I you know, work with schools and hospitals because they want, most of them want to know more about pragmatic psychology and how they can implement it in their work. And so we do that too. 
So that's available. And for some of them, they don't always have the money for it. So we created a platform as in uh, like a foundation. Yeah, I think that's the word foundation. It's called Pragmatic Psychology Future. So you can go to pragmaticpsychologyfuture.com and get more information about, okay, so pragmatic psychology offering, you know, the method and the tools to schools and hospitals and institutions. So this is a platform where you can contribute your ideas about that, um, working with these institutions, but also where you can contribute money because these people don't always, like these institutions don't always have money to um, get, you know, books or material or education for their staff. So Pragmatic Psychology Future is this foundation where you can contribute ideas and also money for this to become a possibility. So my partner and I, we have been using our own money to make that possible. And now we have this platform where you can contribute to a different future. You know, we have different options. You can pay one euro per month, one euro per day, or a certain amount that's fun for you, just, uh, you know, to contribute to that possibility. So feel free to share that. And there's a lot going on, always creating, never stopping. So what else is possible? Check it out. And thank you for you. And uh, looking forward to our next time. Bye. How was the show for you? Are you inspired? Feel free to share this episode with anyone you think would appreciate it too. Thank you for the contribution you are to spreading possibilities around the world. For more information, visit my webpage www.susannamittermeyer.com.